This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Welcome to The Girls a podcast based on the novel Sadie by Courtney Summers. So she buys a car and assumes a different name. Maybeth, it sounds like she doesn't want to be found. Even if that started out being the case, something has changed, you hear me? Something's not right. I feel it. Well... I need more than a feeling to go on. Maybeth lets me look through the personal possessions left behind in Sadie's car. I'm hoping to glean a greater understanding of where she's been, where she was headed, and if she ever got there. And, if we're lucky, where she still might be. There were clothes, nothing trendy. Everything seems geared toward comfort, functionality, and compactness. T-shirts and jeggings, leggings, sweaters, underwear, a couple of bras. There's a green canvas backpack, something Sadie was rarely seen without in Cold Creek, and inside it, her wallet, empty. A half-eaten protein bar, a crushed, empty bottle of water, and a takeout menu for a place called Ray's Diner, located at a truck stop just outside a town called Wagner. This is the only thing I have to go on. I asked Detective Gutierrez if the Farfield PD looked into it. A cursory investigation into Ray's yielded no new information. It was a long shot. It's a truck stop diner, people are constantly coming and going. Add to the fact, Ray's distributes its menus to surrounding areas. It was only ever going to be a long shot. Our time and resources were more effectively spent concentrated on the area the car was found. The truck stop is called Whitler's, and I arrive there on a Tuesday evening after taking a plane out from New York. I'm staying in a motel in the nearest town, Wagner. If I accept Detective Sheila Gutierrez's words at face value, this can only prove to be a waste of my time. On the other hand, Maybeth's general distrust of the Farfield Police Department's efficacy is never far from my mind. Basically, I have to find out for myself. How Sadie ended up at this particular spot, if she ended up here at all, is as much a mystery as everything else surrounding her disappearance. Was there something in particular she was looking for? Or was this just some random stop along the way? What can I get you? Ruby Lockwood is a formidable woman with pitch black curls piled high on top of her head. The lines on her face suggest she's a little older than she actually is. She's in her mid-sixties. She's worked at Ray's Diner for 30 years and spent 20 of them married to its owner, Ray. Ray was 15 years my senior. 
When I started here, it was a dive, but I was just a waitress, so I kept my mouth shut. Then he falls in love with me. I get around to falling in love with him. We tied the knot and I worked on turning this place into something special. Just ask anyone. Here, ask Lenny. Lenny Henderson. Lenny, this guy's with the radio. Is that right? People still listen to that? Tell him how special it is here. I always like coming to race. It's real homey. Ruby treats her regulars like the family she never wanted. And the meatloaf's better than my mama makes. But don't go telling her I said that. Well, I've got it on the record here, but no one listens to the radio. <laughs> I don't know what Ray's was like before Ruby fixed the place up, but I can tell you what she turned it into. There's something immediately nostalgic about it when you step through its doors. Or rather, it's the idea of nostalgia. Ray's Diner plays to that 50s Americana feel, with its Formica countertops, red vinyl seats, and turquoise accents. It smells like how a Thanksgiving meal looks in the movies. I'm hungry, so I order the meatloaf, and Lenny's right. It's better than my mama makes. Ray died a few years ago of throat cancer. We were gonna rename this place Ruby and Ray's. We were gonna have a grand reopening for it and everything. Then he got sick. And after he died, it didn't feel right calling it anything else. I miss him every day of my life. He was my soulmate. And now this diner is the closest I'll ever be to him. Till it's my turn to come home. I got no plans to retire. Ruby says she never talked to the Farfield PD about Sadie. You had me convinced my memory was shot. I wouldn't forget talking to the police if they came around here. And then I thought, Saul. Saul is Ruby's brother-in-law, the late Ray Lockwood's youngest brother. He's a bald man who just entered his 40s with two colorful tattoo sleeves on both arms. He's in charge when Ruby's not around. And Ruby wasn't around the day the Farfield PD came to visit to ask about our missing girl. It was a young guy, I think. The cop who came. He asked me if I saw her, and he showed me a picture. Didn't look familiar. But you're horrible with faces. Then he questioned some of the waitstaff and showed them the picture. And they didn't remember seeing her. He left the picture with me, if I remember right and told me to follow up with anyone that was on shift at the time. He didn't follow up with me. I don't remember ever seeing a picture of this girl. I bet you threw it out, didn't you, Saul? Maybe. I wasn't keeping track of it, at least. I mean, come on. A missing girl? Around here? Take a look at the girls' work in the parking lot. They're all missing. We got a business to run. Lots of people come through here. I can't keep track of every single one. He's not wrong. It's true. We got less regulars than passers-by. But unlike some people, I never forget a face. Well, I have a picture right here, so let's find out if you saw this one. All right. Give it here and... Oh. Ruby was telling the truth. She never forgets a face. Yeah, I saw her. She was blonde, though. So, I think I might actually have a beat on this girl. I don't know what exactly it's going to lead me to, but it's more than I started with. Don't sound so excited. 
I'm going to find Sadie, and all she's going to want is to be left alone. You do realize that, don't you? You're telling me she had a different hair color than she does in this photograph? She was blonde instead of brunette? Yeah, and by the looks of it, she'd done it herself. And she was real thin, a wisp of a thing, not much to her. Didn't talk right either. That stood out more than anything else. She had a stutter. Oh, yeah, I remember her now. She ordered, a uh, coffee. I thought she was a runaway. She pissed you off some, didn't she, Rue? So you did talk to her? She talked to me. She wasn't just passing through. She was looking for someone, so she made a point to ask. Who was she looking for? Her father. What? She was looking for her father, so she said. She had a picture of him and everything. Knew his name. She knew he'd been a regular down here at the diner a couple years back. She wanted to get in touch with him, and she wanted to know anything I could tell her. What did you say? I told her I'd never seen the guy. But she seemed pretty desperate, and I felt sorry enough for her. I asked for her phone number and said I'd call her if I ever saw him. Do you still have that number? Well, get this. She said she didn't have a phone, and that was the second weird thing about her. Because every kid in their granny has a cell phone these days, right? I got one. Hell, my 90-year-old mother has one. I ended up giving her a menu, and told her she could call the diner and check in with me to see if he'd been around. Back up. You said that was the second weird thing about her. What was the first? I knew the man she was asking after. And he didn't have any kids. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. His name is Darren M. I'll omit his last name until I track him down. I searched him online and got a lot of results, but every Darren I made contact with wasn't the one I was looking for. And you knew him? I sure did. Actually, he told me he'd been a regular through the years. When he was passing through, I guess he made a point to stop for the apple pie. But it wasn't until he lived in Wagner that I considered him a regular. He shacked up with some woman in town for a few months, and he'd have lunch here by himself every day. Real good guy. Kept to himself. Never caused trouble. Do you have the name of the woman he was with? It was Marley Singer. Are you still in contact with Darren? No. Once he ended it with Marley, He was gone from here. I didn't even see him every now and then. I used to have a phone number because Ray was alive at the time. He was getting toward the end, and Darren asked me to tell him when Ray passed. Darren sent the most beautiful flowers when it happened. They were white roses and baby's breath. I thought that was such a thoughtful thing to do. But I don't have that number anymore. Could you look for it, maybe, and tell me if you find it? 
If I can get a hold of him, it would be really helpful. I doubt I'll find it. And I'm telling you, Darren doesn't have kids. You sound so certain of that, but if he only lived here briefly, it seems fair to assume there's a lot about him that you never got around to knowing. I'm certain because I asked. He sat where you're sitting now, shooting the shit. And I asked him if he had kids, and he said no. What do I care if he has kids? What's he got to gain by lying to me? Nothing. What's Sadie got to gain by lying to you? Come on. You think she's the first girl trying to put the screws to some man she calls Daddy? I'll tell you what else. She was damn rude. Rude how? When I said I hadn't seen Darren before, she called me a liar. Take my word, I'm telling you. She was running some kind of con. She didn't like that I saw through her. When I'm done talking to Ruby and before I search online for Darren... I try to get in touch with Marley Singer, but she doesn't pick up the phone. Then I call Maybeth. When I tell her the news, she's absolutely stunned. No. No, that can't be right. Sadie didn't know who her father was. She always told me she didn't give a damn. Well, his last name isn't Hunter, if it is this guy. Darren. I'm telling you, I never heard that name in my life. But I guess that doesn't mean anything. Claire had a lot of men in and out before and after Irene died. God, she's really looking for her father. That's what she said. There a chance anyone else in the diner was in contact with Sadie? Anyone other than Saul and me, I got no clue. She was only here for... couldn't have been an hour. If I leave a photo of Sadie with you, you think you can put it up, ask around? Sure thing. A day later, I get a phone call from a man named Caddy Sinclair. This has been an episode of The Girls, a podcast based on the novel Sadie by Courtney Summers. This program was produced and directed by Maddie Argeropoulos. Sound design and post-production by Tim Franklin. Performed by Dan Bittner, Gabber Zachman, Dominique R. Jenkins, Nancy Wu, Justin Fitzpatrick, Steven Stathakis, and Fred Berman. Special thanks to Ari Fliakos and Tom Meese. Sadie is available as a book, ebook, and audiobook. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy. And stay tuned for next week's episode of The Girls. <laughs>